What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week? Oh, doing well, man. You know, love doing this pod week in and week out. Peacemaker's the best show on television. So, like, I love discussing this with you. This is one of my favorite pods to do. I, I Like, honestly, I love doing all of our pods. I wouldn't do them if I didn't. And it's crazy because I, I love talking to each of y'all about the individual things that we do. And movies right now, movies and TVs are going to be great because, like, when the Batman comes, bro, me and you are going to have so much fun talking about that. But, hey, let me tell you, and I'm saying this on camera, I'm clipping this because at least six Marvel fans over the weekend texted me or DM'd me saying, and I'm going to read one of them because I'm going to read the one from the person you know, and I'm going to say his name because I know he don't care, my our homie, CJ Black. CJ Black texted me this and and he wasn't the only person like i said six people and my girlfriend agreed with him this is what the message cj black sent me hold on i gotta go to the beginning of our text messages hold on hold on give me a second because we texted a lot that night all right he said this if the batman don't live up to the hype i want a full facebook podcast and ig apology to the mcu and MCU fans admitting that DC dropped the ball and Marvel's better. My girlfriend agreed and four, five other people, because it would be six, include CJ Black, messaged me or DM me saying that if the Batman not good, we got to do a podcast dedicated to the MCU and we got to become MCU fans after that. Well, I mean, do are we not MCU fans? I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that either, but like, they was getting on me. <laughs> um, I mean, all I have to say about Marvel and DC at this point is, you know, Marvel stars are out here protesting the vaccine. <laughs> and DC stars are I'm threatening to the KKK. <laughs> so who's winning? Uh, and wait, it's not just one protesting the vaccine. Let's not forget about it's the two. other one. Yeah. So, Boy, that that kid. <laughs> while the Flash is trying you, to, you know, you know what you did. BKKK <laughs> with his Flash ring on, like he thought he was doing something. <laughs> he was like, "I'm the Flash, bitch. <laughs> we gonna get you." <laughs> I wonder what they're doing. You think they're threatening people on on set? Maybe, possibly, because you know, I think they're filming out there. Yeah. Crazy flash wild. Like, also, you can't make Supergirl Latina. <laughs> yeah, that type of stuff. Also, I don't know if you saw because I don't. I don't know if this is the news or not. So I may be jumping the gun, but it's a video game thing. You saw uh, Cal Kestis season two. Oh, I mean not season yeah, two. I mean, that's, uh, not, that's definitely not a story because it's de that's definitely a video game. Yeah. You are you excited for the new game? I am. I don't have enough time to play games like that. Oh, those are the best games, but your ass play Madden. Oh, that's the only time I think I get time for. <laughs> like I could, I could play a couple, like a Madden game. But if I that same amount of time, I could get through maybe a level <laughs> if I'm lucky. If I don't die, those games are the best, man. Look, that game's gonna be lit. I'm gonna have a dual bladed lightsaber. I am excited. Yeah, I mean, I still have a, an, an unopened Spider-Man game. <laughs> those that game is amazing. That game is amazing, bro. 
I know. So like that, that's what I'm trying to play that before Jedi Fallen Order 2 or whatever. Jeez, both of those games are amazing. And then the Wolverine game's gonna come out and the new Spider-Man, what they what they do in Venom. That shit gonna be yeah. fire. All that shit gonna be fire. Yeah, all that video game stuff. About uh, watching things wise, I have been I watched all of the show The Outsider on HBO with Ben Mendelssohn. That was oh nice. Fire. Uh, that's a really good one. If you like Mayor of Easttown, that's a good thing. Oh, I'm gonna have to, to check watch. that out then. You know, but I'm it's Mayor it of is supernatural. Thing. Okay, it's a Stephen King book. Okay, I'm gonna still check it out. Um, what else did I watch, man? I've been watching Archive 81. It's pretty good. Because I watched. I'm oh, I watched. My, oh, okay. I watched the Legends of Box Mahi now. Oh, nice. Are you? It's good. It's okay. It's, it's way better than we thought it was. It actually has like an interesting story. Okay, see, wait, the funny thing is I found out, shout out to our Discord, shout out to Jay in Verson. I found out it's based off of a D&D campaign that's a video game. I mean, not a video wow. game, a D&D game that's really popular on Twitch and, like, they turn their game into Vox Machina or some, some shit like that. Um, that's possible. Uh, what's interesting is, like, uh, below the surface, there's, like, a character who ends up, like, having a feud and he's, like, part, he used to be, like, high society. Ah, okay. So like, there's just like a lot of like backstory that's coming in episode three where you're like, oh, well, this show is like actually more than just a bunch of like people playing D and D and cursing. Mm. Okay. See, I've been playing D and D recently. I play. It, I play every Monday. We play a One Piece D and D game, and like, yeah, I curse. I, I make my D and D character do funny shit. So has, I get it. It it has a feeling of anime. Nice. Okay, I'm watching that. Then I'm gonna watch that this week. That'll be my show. Cause I've been watching. Yeah, Let me they tell got, you, they got four, three, three or four episodes up, right? Okay, now. I'm gonna get into it because I, I got back into my animated bag. I watched Batman: Soul of the Dragon. I'm upset because it ended on a cliffhanger where there has to be another movie. They ended with like them not doing anything, and it made me think of a, a pitch idea for DC. If I ever get to write a DC comic, because basically that movie was Batman, Richard Dragon, Bronze Tiger and Lady Shiva teaming up to defeat this demon that was held back by some gates that their Sifu master was protecting. Some, some like mystical 70s shit. But I had an idea, a pitch of, have you seen Bloodsport? Do you know what the Kumite is? Yeah. Okay, so why not do a DC version of the Kumite where you get Batman, Deathstroke, Ra's al Ghul, Lady Shiva, uh, Richard Dragon, Bronze Tiger, Green Arrow, Peacemaker, uh, Nightwing, um, Cassandra Kane, all the best martial artists, and then you leave the rest of the Robins, uh, Talia Ghul, and Ravager to protect Gotham that allows in Star City. This allows Batman. You make the sidekicks protected. Ra's al Ghul, Batman, Green Arrow, and Deathstroke have an agreement where they're going to protect the cities. No, no evil goes on because they really want to see who the best martial artist is. I feel like that'd be a great job. And the reason why Peacemaker's there, Amanda Waller has sent Peacemaker to spy on the event. There you go. I feel like that'd, that'd be, be such an interesting story. That's what Batman... I would love that, man. That would be a great... If I ever get a chance, that's the DC story I'm pitching first. But also been watching Modern Family. It's a no. great show. Great, great show. Yeah. Also, I've been watching like all the old comedies, Modern Family, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You know, we love that. Yeah. Um, and then what's the other one I, I watched? Oh, I started Friends. Over fucking rated. 
Overrated. I was watching How I Met Your Mother with Curse. That's so much better than uh, Friends. Friends is overrated as fuck. Not good. Seinfeld, better. Way better. Way better. League's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seinfeld is uh, way better. In, all of those comedies I just named are better than Friends. Friends fucking sucks. Fucking sucks, bro. It's not, it's not good. I'm sorry. It is not good. What else I've been watching? Oh, I've been watching Justified. That's oh, okay. Great show. And I'm it's yeah. coming back. I'm gonna I'm so happy it's coming back. There's still a few things I'm trying to finish. Uh, but other than that, I, I started the after party as well. Oh, is it good? It's pretty good. What's interesting about it is like Tiffany Haddish goes up in there and she's like, I know all y'all have are the are the the star of your own movie in your head. And I mm. want to hear all the movies. So pretty much every episode is like every person telling their Version. their story of the night, and mm. and and they're in different veins. Like, mm. you know, first one's like a rom com. The second one's like an action movie. The third one's a musical. <laughs> okay, that sounds interesting. Yeah. I might have to check that out. Then that that actually sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, it, I think it. I think it's going to be good at the end. There's just a lot of people thought that some of it was born and uh, that mm-hmm. I talked to thought it was born early on. I, I just think the musical shit. No, I mean, it's, that's just one episode. That's John Ralphio's episode. He, oh, he's, I bet that was he, good. John Ralphio. Yeah, the it was man. funny. Okay. Okay. Like his songs are really clever. So. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm going to check out the after party. Yeah. So, yeah. It was, it was pretty good, but that's kind of what I've been watching. Which was, oh, I watched um, two Lin Manuel Miranda movies back to back yesterday. You was on a music and Canto. Nice. Um, because I wanted to see what the hype was all about. Whatever. Curse watch. Okay. She liked it. it I mean, it's good. You're big on I, like I Ryan. It, the last was bad. You're big on yeah, the other I, ones. I, I should have told Camila after that I was over. I was like, yeah, Encanto was good, but like. Ray of the Last Dragon was better than that. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm excited but, um, for the big Fox one. But Little Manuel Miranda is definitely going to be getting proper praise this award season. Tick Tick Boom is really good. It's a really Ooh, good okay, movie. real. Is that good? And it's. I mean, yeah. Okay. Like when I saw it, I was like, yeah. If I would have saw this in 2021, I would have put this in my top ten for the mm. year. But I didn't, and yeah, you know, and when they made my top five, that after it. Okay, but I mean, fair it's, it's a really good biopic about a Broadway person. Yeah, yeah, person who made rent. Okay, who made the, that. I might have to check out Tick Tick Boom because Andrew Garfield now, had a big year last year. That's why I interesting, said inter- he was in one of the interesting most story. I didn't actors. know about this guy Jonathan Larson. He worked at this diner. And his trainee at the diner was the guy who ended up playing Barry Allen's dad in the Flash TV series. Mm, okay. The guy, and he, was a, he was a big Law & Order actor in the 90s. But okay. he got his start because this guy, Jonathan Larson, was working with him at the restaurant. was like, hey, I'm going to put on Rent off-Broadway. I want you to start. You talking about John Wesley Ship? I don't think that's his name. I, that's, not, that's not the Flash's dad in uh, The Flash? Uh... Hold on, I'm, I'm, look, right now. I'm looking it up. Flash Dad, CW actor. Right Let's see. Uh, his name is... Uh, John Wesley Ship. No, Leslie L. Martin. No, wait, oh, oh, you talking oh, about I'm his sorry. step? I'm sorry, yeah. yeah, stepdad. His step, okay, yeah, the black Joe guy. West. Yeah, Joe yeah. West, okay. 
Yeah, bro. You had me thinking you told about Barry Allen's dad. That's John Weston's ship. Okay, but you did but you did say law and order actor. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so I didn't know that. I thought that was pretty cool. But Andrew Garfield plays really does really good in that movie. Um, but he does look like young Kramer. Mm. <laughs> His hair did look like Kramer. Yeah. So but yeah, that's uh that's about everything um that we you know shooting the shit about at the beginning. Okay. Let's uh let's jump into the news. First one is definitely something that we're excited to talk about. James Gunn. Uh, was interviewed for a podcast and said, we're working on something else now, another TV show that's connected to the Suicide Squad universe. I can't quite say um, but what it is, but you know, he does allude that it is going to be a character from his Suicide Squad movie. Mm. Uh, Gunn also said that there's going to be a second season of Peacemaker and... Um, and so that's what we have to come for James Gunn, at least. We know that it's going to be more Peacemaker, and we know there's going to be another TV series. And it's rumored right now, Suicide Squad 2, he's definitely doing that. Yeah. And it's rumored that he's going to do a movie about a character that's not related, a movie or a TV show. He's not sure yet because he really likes HBO Max, whether it's going to be a movie or a TV show. He's really digging this TV format. But look, to me, Peacemaker 2, I'm into it. Su- the Suicide Squad series, it's got to be Bloodsport, huh? It's got to be Bloodsport. I think they're just waiting to see if Idris Elba will do it, and Idris Elba should yeah. do it. Margot Robbie would never do a Harley show. Yeah, so exactly. You, she's you wipe that look, off. She's movies only. You're lucky you have her doing Harley Quinn. She loves this character. She's going to do it as long as she can. You're lucky you're getting her for movies. Don't push your luck with TV. To me, Ratcatcher 2 does not deserve a TV show. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, mean, I saw some people say like like a Rick Flag prequel or find a way to revive him. Like, no. 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 And uh, uh, King Shark doesn't deserve a show. Neither. And Polka Dot Man is dead. So, like, yeah. what are we doing? It's got to be Bloodsport. Got to be. Unless you're be. doing a character after. And if you're each, and if you're each LB, you're like, oh, John Cena's show is blowing up right now. Yeah. I need to get in on this. Or unless you're doing a show after Suicide Squad 2. Yeah. That's always a possibility. That's true. That's a good so point. You could see someone after. Boy, I want Kite Man and oh, I'm jumping the gun. But I want Kite Man in, in, in Suicide Squad 2. Got to. <laughs> yeah. Got or at to. least in Peacemaker 2. If so, bring Kite Man in, bro. And bring Deathstroke in. in Suicide Squad 2. <laughs> Me and Curse, we've already planned our Halloween costume. We're going to be Peacemaker and Vigilante. I'm going to buy our helmets from this guy on Etsy. I'm going to be Peacemaker. She's going to be Vigilante. We are excited. <laughs> I've seen or, a lot of girls cosplaying Vigilante the past few weeks. Or, or, see, I don't know. I might make her Peacemaker because I could always hide my... Like Vigilante said, you can hide your skin so they don't know I'm black. <laughs> so I can pull off vigilante. Like I'm like, ooh, ooh, is he a black guy? That's like, bow. I'm not Adrian Chase. I'm black vigilante, bitch. <laughs> but no, I'm probably gonna be peacemaker. She's gonna be vigilante because she really likes vigilante. But the cool thing is, we're planning on learning the dance. So in our Halloween video that we post, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do the dance. That's funny. <laughs> but also. I know I said I wasn't watching more Batman stuff, Schubert, but I did. And John Turturro's Falcone looks fucking amazing. 
Oh my gosh. They released a clip of him walking with Bruce. Oh, we're well, walking with the Batman. He was like, you think I'm scared of you with your mask and your cape? I was like, oh, shit. This shit is ill, baby. I'm in it. We're right there. All the posters that was released this week looked freaking incredible, bro. I did. Like, I am sold on the Batman. Uh, Jay in the Discord was like, Lyndon talks about the Batman every pod. Jay, I'm doing it again. The Riddler, he is the fucking man. I am sold. And look, I'm ready to see Barry Keegan's Joker. I am. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. ready. <laughs> but that's a, I'm ready that's, to see what he what the whole deal is with this movie and him because mm-hmm. I feel like that's gonna be all part of the buildup. Yeah, exactly. Real quick, who who would you want James Gunn's movie to be about? Or like the the movie TV show that's not Suicide Squad. Booster Gold. Booster Gold is probably up there for me. That's or that's like what if I've he been wanted saying. To, to like do the if he wanted to try and make his own iteration of like the Legends of Tomorrow. Mm. But like, I don't been, want him with a Superman, a Wonder Woman. I don't want him with any of that. Because like, I, I feel like he's he's suited better when he has like an ensemble group. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Like if he if he could find like. You know, you know what would be interesting? Shit, the Wonder Twins, you know, like you know, something that creates dynamic and comedic elements that's like natural. Could, could he do the, uh, not the Legends of Tomorrow, but could he do the Legion of Superheroes? The Future Heroes? Maybe. And since Flash is about to set, reset the multiverse, you could have a legion of superheroes that respects this new version of Justice League. It's possible. I mean, if if we wanted him to do an ensemble group, but like if it's a solo person, Booster Gold, that's the that's the one. That's the movie he needs to do. Although I would be interested in a James Gunn Green Arrow. I cannot lie. Yeah, that's good. Because 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 right. Ollie reminds me of Star Lad. I mean, Star Lord kind of in like. I feel like he can pull off that humor. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I, I definitely think something ensemble would be the best case. I just don't know what yet. Yeah, DC doesn't have that many teams. No. New guys but, would be interesting for him because I know uh, they they uh, they canceled it with uh, Ava. So like, yeah. I mean, if you want to revive it, James Gunn could do New Gods pretty well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's it for James Gunn. We got another sequel coming out. A sequel to Mortal Kombat is now in the works. New Lion hired Jeremy Slater, who wrote for Moon Knight, to okay. write the sequel for Mortal Kombat. Nice. I mean, look, the first one was, it was meh. It was mid. Like, you know, it was, it was mid. It did not exceed expectations. Like some people said it was bad. I thought it was mid. Um, I'm excited for the second one because the second one we can get Liu Kang really doing some shit. Like we can get all the people that we're supposed to get. We can get Johnny Cage and maybe this new writer can like, you know, boost it up a little because Ludi Lou got to come correct, man. He got to get, he got to get, he got to get buff. Yeah. I think by getting someone like uh, Jeremy mm-hmm. Slater who's writing for Moon Knight, I feel like you're about to up the ante a little bit. I think Hopefully. Like, it really was more of a setup. It's like, would people be interested in a Mortal Kombat movie? Mm-hmm. And I feel like since they've gotten their answer and the people are. Now you can do the real Mortal Kombat. Now you, now you do, 
you just, you know, extend upon that. But they already killed off some people for sex. So. Yeah, like, like maybe, you know what? Screw that first movie. Just redo it. <laughs> maybe. But they call it Immortal Kombat 2. So, you know, they're going to extend it. That means we're getting Louis Tan's uh, original created character, which is trash. Ugh. Yeah. Now I hated that guy. Johnny Cage. Maybe you know, we'll probably end up killing Johnny Cage, too. I hope not. I like, oh my goodness. But you know, say right. like let's go to the trailers. Uh let's talk about the, the Proud family clip real quick. Look good. I know that she tweeted about it this week, which is why I decided to put it out on here. Yeah, I think it's gonna work. Yeah, it looks good. Like, and I think um black kids these days need this type of show. The Proud Family was always a good show for like showcasing uh black and Latino cultures to like young kids, and I think as long as they keep what they did originally, I think it'll be good. I like seeing her listen to Chloe and Haley. Like that's the young hip uh, black uh, R&B singer. So it makes sense. Like I, I I like the vibe of this show. So I think it'll be good yeah. for kids. The one thing that's like weird about it, in my opinion, is that it's not going to be able to be seamless with the original. Like this, mm. is, I mean, it's pretty much, you might as well just say this is a total reboot because yeah, have, it pretty much she's is. Gonna have to, because the culture is so different. Yeah, it's a whole new so like, like there. She's gonna like Penny's gonna be an entirely different dynamic than she was before. Like if you watch the OG Proud family, Penny's like dealing with Napster and LimeWire. Like this yeah. Penny's gonna be dealing with fucking Snapchat <laughs> and yeah. IG. So yeah, no, it's a total reboot. Yeah, so that's gonna be the interesting thing about it. How do they? Because they didn't age her up. Like if they would have aged no. her up and like made it about the twins. Then it could have been a seamless transition. That would have been interesting. I just don't know if, like, I just feel like that would have been difficult with Sugar Mama because she would have been, she'd have been dead. dead. <laughs> yeah. And I shouldn't laugh at that, but she'd have been dead. And, like, she was one of the best parts of the show, her and Poppy. So, you know, like, but like you said, it's a reboot. That's what it is. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. It'll be interesting if they say things from the original show. You think they'll do that? Like, Talk about the movie and like, I don't think they mentioned any of that shit. I don't think they mentioned specifics, but I think like, like I even think they'll be like reintroducing wizard who wizard Kelly is and reintroducing. Yeah. Like the friends. Like, I feel like we'll get a Dijanae and her mom episode, a La Cienega and her family episode. Like we're going to reintroduce all these people. It's a soft reboot. It is. Yeah. Just like Animaniacs was a soft reboot. Yeah. But they, they acknowledge it though. Cause it's meta. Yeah, fair enough. So, I don't know. But anyway, uh, Joe versus Carol on Peacock. Look, uh, I mean, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the Joe Bass, the Joe, uh, the Joe Exotic. He looks good, but Kate McKinnon, Carol Baskin, Emmy, maybe? I don't know. I think this looks like trash, like <laughs> absolute garbage, because obviously they're, they're not telling anything true. It's going to be a fake story about Joe and Carol Baskin <laughs> going at it. I thought this it was is that real. It no, looks real. No. Oh, this, well, no. They, they never like actually had serious War. beef. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they did though. They did, but like they never did anything about it. They played pranks? Did they? I thought they did. I don't remember. I thought they did. Not, but I feel like this is going to be to the T. All right. Well, I. I would say we'll see, but I definitely won't see because I'm Peacock. <laughs> You're not going. You have my Peacock account. You're gonna watch it. We're gonna at least watch the first two. All right, all right. <laughs> I anyway. will say this though: if it's made up, like you said, then that changes how I view it. 
because I, I thought this was all real. So like I was into it, but if it's I think fake, it's you know, loosely based on reality, but I, just, I, I think like take the some overall liberties. plot is going to be fake. Mm, if that's the case, then I don't know if they're pulling it off. But if it's real, Kate McKinnon Emmy, baby, I'm pushing the narrative. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, the next thing we got is a Netflix show, a Korean Netflix show. This looks fucking. All good. of us are dead. They even mentioned trade to Busan in this movie. They're they like, mentioned it as a movie they've seen. Yeah, they're like, oh no, we're going through a train to Busan type situation. But the fact that like the teacher invented the zombie virus because he thought all humans should die, that shit was crazy and how they were trapped in the school. This movie looks nuts. I'm going to watch this. Yeah, this looks like a pretty awesome zombie show. Mm-hmm. Koreans, man, they're, they're, they're killing it right now with movies. They're probably second best in the world. Well, I th- actually, I think it's a show. I think I misspoke. I think it is a show. Oh, well, even better. I'm going to definitely watch this. Netflix yeah. is trying to get a new Squid Game. I guess. I mean, they're, you know, their Korean dramas are definitely taking over a slice of the Netflix mm-hmm. audience. Like, but I mean, it my works. Mom, my mom watched all of it. I walked, I walked into my, house, uh, my mom's house the other day. And, she, and I see, like, some kids skating in, like, a hockey, mm-hmm. hockey rink. I'm like, is my mom watching, like, the, old, the Mighty Ducks or something? <laughs> and she, no, it was this Korean dude out there skating, trying to make, make the team or whatever. I was like, they got two dramas about hockey now. My mom is watching them. Like, what is going on? <laughs> Your mom is hip, man. Shout out, shout out to Miss Schubert, man. She is hip. Killing it with the K-dramas, bro. That's what's up. K-dramas are some of the best shit. Like, look, I'm keeping it a bean. If you ask me... Who is who has the best movies after America? I got to go with the Koreans, even though Japan has anime movies and has anime. Their movies and their live action stuff is nowhere near as good as Korean stuff. Korean is the second best. Like, I know people love French movies and stuff. That shit's not as good as the Korean movies in in English and London. Well, London got London's TV shows be killing. I got to give it to them. But English TV shows kill. Their movies are whatever. They're the same movies that we get here. A lot. What you mean? You know, same movies? English, yeah. You know, like James Bond, that's an English movie. Yeah, I mean like, Engl- like how Korean stuff's made all in Korea. Yeah, I guess like behind them, I would even maybe say that the Bollywood audience is probably third. Uh, the Bollywood movies don't be hitting though. Well, it'll be hitting us. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. That, that uh, yeah, true. That is fair. All right, so that brings us to our final trailer, and it's a big one. It's the best Halo one. Trailer. It came I'm out during sh- the football games. I'm thoroughly shocked how good it was. Yeah, I mean, I think it was. Uh, it looks really well done. You know, we'll see. Here, my mouth have one. Now, one thing, and we'll talk about it later with The Mandalorian. Now, Halo's got to watch out because Mandalorian already put out a Halo ring. And mm. if it don't look as good as that Mandalorian Halo ring, then... Well, I'm going to say this. If the Halo ring doesn't look good, I think the show looks good as it is. Like, the, the, the Master Chief suit, the aliens. When I saw him stab him with the energy sword, I was like, boy... This looks badass. I just hope the story follows through. If it does, Paramount Plus is gonna have some fans, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I did think like the Arbiter looked really good. The is, aliens yeah, look good, which is huge. It. Yeah, that's all. That's the biggest hurdle that they had to jump through at the moment was trying to make sure that that looked right. Like it looked better than the Expanse. 
And The Expanse is like probably the best sci-fi show out. That of the foundation. Which I have tried to watch. I watched the first episode of The Expanse. I just, you know. The, the, know beginning, happened, the, beginning season, the beginning season is rough. It gets better like second and third. I'm on yeah. season th- three right now. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I think Halo looks pretty, pretty great. It does. It, it's going to be successful. I don't know if the yeah. casual fan is going to. The whole, the whole thing is getting the casual fan to watch because like my girlfriend watched and she was like, isn't that, it wasn't that a video game? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, that seems unnecessary. Mm, but see, I and think, like, I think the video game fans, if it's good enough, are going to speak its praises to get the casual fan. Like, I don't think they're trying to get your like girlfriend. I think they're trying to get your dad, my dad. I think they're trying to get the the, the older men who didn't play video games to where it's because it's a war show. Like, and I think if they get that, I think that'll be successful. They're yeah. trying to get the Jack Reacher audience, essentially. I mean, not the Jack Reacher, the Jack Ryan audience. I was going to say Jack Reacher. You mean the show that comes on this week? No, no, no. Jack Ryan. <laughs> that show is not going to do well, Jack Reacher. <laughs> No. Uh, but uh, going back into the story, Steve Corral he is, is set to join his form, former uh, co-star of The Office, John Krasinski, in his next film called If. Mm-hmm. That's going to be through Paramount Pictures. Alan Kim, Kaylee Fleming, Louise Gossett Jr. are also on board, joining Ryan Reynolds and Krasinski, who will star in the pick. Uh, also on, on board to be in the movie are Fiona Shaw and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. So details are being kept under wraps with the story is based on Krasinski's original idea about a child's journey to rediscover their imagination. Look, his original idea before was... Uh, the Quiet was, Place. Yeah. yeah, The Quiet Place. So look, John's doing it again. Yeah, and I think, you know, being able to get Phoebe Waller-Bridge and it's Ryan huge. Reynolds, Steve Corral. I mean, I think, you know, he's got something that... Like, you got really, your wife because your wife loved you. You getting yeah. them because this shit, they, they trust you and this shit, it looks, sounds pretty, must be pretty good. Exactly. So I think that could be something to watch uh, mm-hmm. when we get trailers for that down the line. Um, but there was a bidding war recently and Netflix won out on an exorcism film that is going to be directed by Lee Daniels, mm-hmm. where he's going to reunite with his uh, Oscar nominated Billy Holiday actress, Andrea Day, who will star with Octavia Spencer, Glenn Close, Rob Morgan and Caleb McLaughlin. Oh, and Anna John Ellis. Uh, Day will portray the mother of an Indiana family whose children purpose or become demonly, demonically possessed in a thriller inspired by an actual case, which would be okay. interesting. It would be like Look, Conjuring. Rob Morgan has a good cat, is a good actor. Caleb McLaughlin, this is big if he's trying to get static. And like Andrea Day, Octavia Spencer, Glenn Close. This sounds like this is going to be a black horror film which look, black people love horror movies. And if you're, and we've seen like black horror succeed with like get out and like us and, and all the, and Candyman and all these things. So like, keep, keep them coming. Cause people like them. And like, if, if, even if white people don't go see them, the black audience loves horror films and black horror does well among black Americans. So well, and it is going to be on Netflix. So it's not even coming out to see it. And it's, I think, People will get even better on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's even better that's on streaming. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think that'll be pretty good. I'm excited to see something about that later. Yeah, as long as there is, as long as the trailer is pretty good, I'll check it out because I like the actors. Uh, after a lot of 
news and fuss around it. The, the Snow White Disney remake will change the seven dwarfs to magical creatures. Only reason why I'm not shitting on it is because, um, what's his name? I can't think of his name right now. Dinklage? Because Peter Dinklage came out and was like, we want to change to, from, and, and I can't tell little people how to feel about what they want change or what's not. That's like, that's like the same thing. If someone's like black people, this shouldn't like, I, I, I cannot tell little people how to feel. So that's why if they want to change from George to magical creatures, go ahead and do it. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever. I just, you know, I think that this remake out of majority of the others is just one where I'm just like, why? Cause I mean, we had those snow white movies. I felt the same like, way about beauty you know, and the love, beast. Them, love them or hate them. We had them. Mm-hmm. And so, like, at this point, I'm just, I really am kind of Do burnt out on Snow White. Yeah. I don't really care to rewatch that, but I mean, it's not for me. So, no, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. We do not need Snow White, but like, mm, the people. I mean, we didn't, yeah. You know, we, we didn't need Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. One I'll push back is like, I think the Little Mermaid one's going to work. Yeah, but uh, that's like Aladdin. We needed Aladdin and Little Mermaid. I think those two yeah. are ones that would like Beauty and the Beast. Like, move on. Like what we talked about with like Aristocats. Uh, yeah, they don't need that. that. No, not at all. Not at all. So. But they, they they still are giving us the ones we need, like Sword in the Stone. Like give Hercules. us th- give us that Hercules. I'd even take a Tarzan, even though like I much prefer. I don't know about Tarzan. It's too That's... too soon from the Guy Ritchie or whatever whoever it was that did that. It was not Guy Ritchie that did that that monstrosity. But I will say, uh, Tarzan's at the bottom of the list. I would prefer uh, Sword in the Stone, Hercules, and I'd even accept Robin Hood. But don't give me the little fox or Black Cauldron. Yeah, Black Cauldron would be cool. Would you accept foxes if it's Robin Hood? I might. Well, they're doing that. <laughs> oh, they are live action. Yeah, the foxes. I don't Something think so. Like that. They're doing some kind of Disney Robin Hood live action. Oh, I take the foxes. Look, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it a bean. But Hercules is the one they need to do. They're tripping. Hercules would make so much money, and then they need to cast like good sing, like cast Lizzo, cast Rihanna, cast all the big R and B artists as the uh muses and i guarantee you're gonna make a killing noah centino get ready because hercules will be the role of a, of a lifetime for you brother yeah yeah i think hercules maddie get ready for megara maddie can we say treasure planet treasure planet needs to happen too. Uh, tre- look treasure planet olympus uh, emperor's new groove that that early 2000s movie slate i don't know about kill. emperor's new groove i think emperor's new groove is fine it Let would it be kill. Awesome. It would it kill would us a lot. It would not be good. You tripping? I would love an Emperor's would, New Groove. It would suck. Just like Atlantis. So you think Atlantis would suck? No, I think Atlantis would be good. I think what? Atlantis and Treasure Planet are Emperor's New Groove has a talking animal. It is just like <laughs> oh this. yeah, it does. It has a talking llama. Wait, yeah, no, you're right. No, I don't want it. I forgot about the llama. <laughs> like, llamas can't hold vials. <laughs> Like it's got to be drawn. No, you know, you're, you know, you're right, one hundred percent. But Hercules, I'm telling you, cast the best R&B singers as the muses and just bring in the money. Lizzo, Rihanna, Beyonce, Kalani, uh, her, SZA. Let's make it happen. Yeah, 
I, I think that but, but Treasure Planet Hercules is the one they're missing out on. Yeah. Hercules, Treasure Planet, Atlantis. Those are the three that would be incredible. Because yeah. Atlantis, you could make like Avatar. You, it, Atlantis low-key could give you a new life at your theme park. Like, imagine that. Like, like well, Treasure Planet could too. If those things are good, Hercules too. God World in, yeah. in, in Magic Kingdom. Well, I mean, you, the pushback on that is like we, we haven't seen anything spew off Aladdin. Mm, but like Aladdin, can... Aladdin, I don't think Atlanta, Atlanta, Aladdin is as big as I'm thinking Hercules could get. I guess. That's, like, that's I, think Her- I, I think Hercules could be the biggest one. That yeah. treasure planet in Atlantis. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, whatever. Snow, Snow White. Snow White, mm, boo. Whatever. Tomato, tomato, mm-hmm. tomato, corny. Do whatever you want. But I mean, like, yeah, sure. It's good that you're, you know, not going to margin, you know, marginalize yeah. a, a little group people. Of people. Yeah. But I don't want to see a movie anyway. No, yeah, no. No, no, thank you. Uh, Adam Brody, Maxim, J- uh, Jasper Swinton, and Mira Mahoney Gross have all been cast in the upcoming X- or FX limited series. Uh, Fleischman is in trouble. The trio joined previously announced cast, which is kind of the bigger news of this that happened earlier in the week. Jesse Eisenberg, Lizzie Kaplan, and Claire Danes. Oh, yeah, I saw Based that. on uh, Taffy Brodesser Ackner's novel of the same name, the series centers on a recently separated 40-something Toby, uh, Toby Fleischman, who's played by Eisenberg, who dives into the brave new world of app-based dating with the kind of success he never had in dating in his youth. Uh, before he got married at the tail end of a medical school. But just as the start of his first summer of sexual freedom, his wife, his ex-wife, Rachel, played by Claire Danes, disappears, leaving him with the kids and no hint of where where she is or whether she plans to return. Crazy. Jesse Eisenberg does these types of movies, man. It sounds like Mark Zuckerberg, but in Mark Zuckerberg needs Gone Girl. It's like this director... So, so, it sounds like this director one night was watching Social Network and then was like, hey, let me watch Gone Girl. Watched them both and was like, wait, I got an idea. What if a Tinder date goes wrong? <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know what, what exactly the tone is going to be. That's where the trailer needs to come because I want to know like, if we're going comedic drama or we're mm-hmm. going full drama. So I'm interested to see how, how that turns out. But it's, it's a good cast. Yeah, it is. So, you know, I'm interested in this. Yeah. Uh, so Tom Brady, I don't know if he's retired or not yet. This is trash. He, if he is retired, and even if he's not, but he's set to produce his first feature film under his production company, 199 Productions. Brady uh, is going to star in this film as well. It's called 80 for Brady, and it will follow the true story of our group of friends who have made it to who have made it their lifelong mission to go to the Super Bowl and meet Tom Brady. Hence the reason Brady would be in the film. Playing himself. The report also indicates that Brady is looking to hire top talent to star, and that Grace and Frankie stars Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin are both in talks already. <laughs> uh, and for what? <laughs> His mom? I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Sarah Haskins and Emily Halpern will write the script alongside Kyle Marvin and Michael Angelo Covino. Uh, The report says that they hope to start production in late March. Like, what are they like 
So, okay, so before I was about to rag on Tom Brady because I thought they were about to make it about his career and he was in it, but now it makes sense that he's in this type of movie. And Tom never did movies, so I could see him doing this corny style movie. Like, LeBron has done a movie like this. KD definitely did a movie like this. All these, he just never got his shot because he was all about football. So I get it, but, you know, I feel like this is him trying to get to, like, middle America, families, that type of thing, sell jerseys. Pretty much. It's, like, a, it's pretty much, it's, it's not a movie about him, but it is about him. I hope it's just not yeah. on Disney Plus. Tom, give us a little more edge. Yeah, I don't know who would buy this. Probably Netflix. And then, like, if you're getting top talent, like, how old are the friends? Like, are you going for, like, adults? Is this going to be adult? Well, uh, it's based on a true story, so I just don't know what the true story is. That's the thing. Like, this movie would be so much better if I find out that it's a bunch of adult men and it's a and it's a boys day road trip. I love the hangover and they're going to see their best friend, Tom Brady. Cause see, that's what I was thinking about it. First thing where it's not even where to see the, best. it's like the movie fanboys where like the homies got cancer and they got to make it their goal to mm-hmm. meet Brady. Now see, that would be amazing if it's teens, like 18 to 26, 27, I'd be into that. If yeah. it's, if it's 15 to 18, I'd maybe be into that. But anything lower like, than 15. And then like thinking that, that you know, Jane Fonda and all that 80 to Brady, it could be old uh, people. Mm, that might be interesting. But I'm just telling you, if it's kids, actually, I'm not interested in 15 to 18. I'm interested 17 to 18. That's it. Yeah. If it's 16, 15, yeah. Like if it's or seniors in high school, but anything's younger, like middle schoolers. No, thank you. No, I'm not trying to see. Kids, I'm not trying to see Jacob Tremblay and the kids from the Good Boys going to see a Tom Brady game. Yeah, but you're I'm right. Eighty to Brady, it might be old people. And we'll Jane, see. Jane Fonda and, and and Lily Tomlin might be the wives of the guys that are trying to go see him. Yeah, and maybe that's well, why he's trying know, to get top it, talent. Maybe he's trying to get like Robert De Niro. Maybe <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens with Brady. You know, if he fully is retired, I assume that he's going to get to work on this pretty soon. Yeah, I um, feel like he's about to start doing a lot of this shit since he, if he's retired. So, Chris Evans is set to star opposite Dwayne The Rock Johnson in an upcoming holiday event film for Amazon. The film, which is currently titled Red One, aims to shoot this year. It's a globe-trotting four-quadrant action adventure comedy imagining <laughs> a whole new universe to explore within the holiday genre. The Rock loves saying he has four-quadrant movies, man. That's his new thing. Like, I, I am for all genres, baby. And Chris Evans was like, let me get some of that Rock's money. Look, he saw Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I think I think Chris Evans in The Rock could do a buddy action comedy, but like, I'm not trying to see no Christmas movie. Now, is this going to be their lethal weapon? If that's the case, I might be into it. No, I feel like this is going to be like the um, Santa Claus. Chris, Chris Evans is like Santa Claus's son. Oh no! And, like, and the Rock is like you know heat miser or something. <laughs> no, you know. no, Schubert, no, no, like no, they're no. going to be like holiday <laughs> characters, and like this, is, they got to that, that explore no. a whole new universe within the holiday genre, like. You know, it could be like what you're saying, where that interpretation of that sentence means, oh, yeah, it's a holiday movie. It's going to explore the differences. 
Yes, yeah, it's gonna expl- that, that takes place during Christmas. Yeah, like let it but be. Like, my concern is that this era's like, lethal you know, weapon. Chris Evans Chris is an action is, star. Is gonna like you know save Santa. It's like the no. South Park episode where Santa goes down in the Middle East and <laughs> no. Santa's son's gotta like go save him. <laughs> no, that was that was in that South Park episode. They're like. Uh, Red One, I think, was the name of the sleigh. <laughs> no, bro. No, sir. No, thank you. Who is The Rock going to be in that? Is The Rock the secret agent that teams He's gonna up with? He's going to be the elf. He's going to be the head elf. Oh my gosh, no fucking way. I'm, if it's what you were saying, I'm so against that. So against that. Jesus Christ. He's going to be head elf. Oh, no, that's trash. What we got next? Um, Mattel's live-action Master of the Universe He-Man movie is... Uh, determined to live on after being in development for at sony for quite some years the future project is now moving over to netflix for a summer start adam and aaron knee who uh were directors for the lost city remain attached to direct with the screenplay they wrote with david callahan who wrote uh who was part of one, one of the writers for shang chi and one in 1984 mattel um, has a list of films that i'm just not interested in they got like. You want to go through uh, them? It's. I think I know them offhand because I was. I was telling them the curse, and I was like, "Curse! Why are they making these movies?" It's Polly Pocket, starring Lily Tom, uh, starring Lily James. I was like, "Curse! What the fuck is Polly Pocket?" She was like a doll that shouldn't be made. They're making Rock'em Sock'em Robots with uh, I don't know who the star of that is. Vin Diesel. Like, oh God! Yes, trash, trash. They're making uh. Ken and Barbie, which is Margot Robbie and, and Ryan Reynolds. I knew that. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, yeah, excuse me. And th- th- one of them's big that I missed. Well, the, the other one that I have, well, the, I guess this He-Man one is another one, but the, yeah. one I, the other one I have is a Magic 8-Ball horror film from Blumhouse. That's what it was. I was like, oh, my gosh, they're going to ask the Magic Horror film, are we dying tonight? Shake the ball. Yes. yes. <laughs> that Definitely shit's trash. Yes. That shit's trash. Mattel, all um, these movies are trash. He-Man, I'm kind of interested in. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Kyle Allen, who plays one of the Jets in West Side Story. He's going to star as him. He-Man. He better bulk up. He, he, yeah. looks, he, looks he looks like tiny. he looks like skinny Adam, but I don't know if he looks like He-Man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so on the same topic of Mattel... Mattel's brought in Dan Mazur, the co-writer for Borat, um, to develop a film based on uh, strongman Big Jim action figures. Oh, wow. Some, some 70s action figure. Okay. Um, and Jason Bateman's aggregate films is also at work on movies based on the Mattel dolls, Chatty Cathy and Betsy Wetsy. Uh these old these old uh, actors are now directors and stuff, and they're like, "Let me make movies about toys that I used to have." That's what this sounds like. Betsy Wetsy, the doll. Big that Jim. The Big Jim. Is that the like the guy you stretch, or is that Stretch Armstrong? That sounds like Stretch Armstrong. Who the hell Big is Jim. Big Jim? Big Jim Strongman, was it or Strongman Big Jim? I just looked up Big Jim action figure. Oh, it's a dude with some shorts. <laughs> It's a dude yeah. with muscles wearing some short orange shorts. Big Jim. Look at this. This is Uh-oh. Big Jim. <laughs> so he's like a lifeguard. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's not even a lifeguard. He's just a man with yellow shorts. And then there's Black Jim, known as Big Jack. <laughs> right. <laughs> Big Jim, Big Jack, 
and they drive the big gym mobile. I wonder if they go around like the 18. Maybe. That's hilarious. And look, all the big, the big gym universe. Yeah. <laughs> there's, big, right. G- there's big Jeff. That's the cowboy one. Oh my gosh. This is hilarious. There's big, uh, big gym space commander. There's the whole big gym universe. Big Josh. Yeah. He's a ginger. <laughs> Well, uh, we'll see what that what comes of that. But that's what Mattel has coming for us. They the gotta put in. Wait, they gotta put in Big Josh, Big Jack, and Big Jeff, the ginger, the black guy, and the blonde. Now they're all gonna be in that line. <laughs> they need an Asian uh, and a Latino. Big Jose, and and uh, I don't know an uh, an Asian name that starts with a J. Oh, dang. <laughs> if, if y'all Jin. let us know in the comments. Oh, yeah, Big Jin. Big Jin, Big Jose, Big Jeff, Big Josh, Big Jack, Big Jim. The Big J's. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's well, crazy. Mattel, Mattel's lost it. <laughs> they have. Um, anyway, so late, the latest on Tom Cruise's movie that's going to be shot in space Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie will be only partially shot on the International Space Station. The majority will be filmed on Earth, with additional bullet footage likely to be shot on a rocket. Oh this is not gosh. a sci-fi movie, but rather an action-adventure story in which Duh. Tom Cruise plays a down-on-his-luck guy who finds himself in the position of being the only person who can save the Earth. Dude's going to shoot in a... Bro, Tom Cruise better not die in that rocket ship in space, going to space, trying to shoot a film. Dude's doing too much. Yeah, it's too much. Tom Cruise is clowning. Dude yeah, is 50 years bad. old, bro. Yeah, I don't know. He's lost it. He's he lost might be he might be older than 50 years old. But they got him he about to be, be in the MCU. He's gonna be Tom Cruise. He's gonna be uh, a variant of uh Tony Stark. Yeah. Dude's 59. He's about to be 60. <laughs> Schubert, no, bro. No, Tom Cruise is too he's old. To he's older than my mom, bro. He's too old for this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this movie. Plastic, anyway. sur- plastic surgery is good to him because there's no way he looks 60. Yeah. He's, bro, um, he's, what found the youth and blood is he drinking? <laughs> like, this is him. Is he 60? That's crazy. He's a vampire. <laughs> um, so anyway, in an interview with Men's Journal, The Rock says he's planning on starring in a movie based on a video game. He said, I can't tell you which game in particular we're doing, but there will be an announcement this year. We're going to bring one of the biggest, most badass games to the screen, one that I've played for years. I'm really excited to bring it to fans around the world. Of course, we're going to do do it right by our gamer friends, but really, we're just going to make a great movie. What is it? We were taking bets in the Discord. Uh, Jay said God of War. I thought so too, but then he was like, "I played it for years." I'm like, and that's where you didn't play God of War. That's where me and Tyler were talking about Doom. It may be, it may be Doom. I was thinking Duke Nukem, maybe, but Duke Nukem's a white man, so I don't I know. I feel like he's already talking about doing Doom. That's what I was thinking. I think it was Doom. I think it's Doom. If not that, God of War is possible. I was thinking Mass Effect, maybe him being a uh, Shepard. I was also thinking uh, somebody said Gears of War. So, like, Gears I don't War would be interesting. Interesting. I'm thinking it's either God of War, Gears of War or Doom. Doom's my number one, though. 
I mean, I think the success of Halo is going to really determine what you do if you do like a Gears of War. Mm, fair enough. Uh, but I feel like Gears of War was already in the process of being made. So like, same thing with Mass Effect. So I don't know if that's The Rock. Yeah, I don't think that would be The Rock. I don't think Matt, The Rock would be a Mass Effect. Even though I would love to see The Rock as Shepard. That might, that mean, let me not say love. That could be interesting. There's better people for a Shepard, but I wouldn't mind it. Uh, and our last story is uh, that Warner Brothers and HBO Max have grabbed Am I OK, the romantic comedy starring Dakota Johnson as a woman grappling with her sexuality coming out in her 30s. It's gonna. It was a, a big Sundance, virtual Sundance premiere film this past week, and it's going to premiere on HBO Max at, at a self-determined or yet-to-be-determined date. So, you know, Look, just another big ad for HBO Max. You need representation. You get to learn, like, about a rom-com, about someone coming out. I think this is big for the LGBT community, and I think, like... Well, HBO's already been killing it in that in that department yeah no for sure and i think this is another one of those movies where like uh heterosexual people can see this and be like okay they can find ways to connect with it and we can start to understand each other better this is good all the way around yeah dakota johnson is a good actor so. so you know but let's get to it the segment of the show where we suggest one movie or tv show that's coming out this week or that's been out for a minute called movie on the rise and shuby i got something for you it's an anime in Schubert. It is the best anime I have seen in a long time. I told Krissa that if we would have known about this anime last year, because it started at the end of the year last year, like the end of December, we, it would have won anime of the year. But me and Krissa decided that for the next Anime Talk Awards, we're doing a cutoff like the Oscars, where our cutoff date is October. Where anything that comes out after October, we're doing it for the next year because we don't think that's fair for uh for because like some shows come out in December and it's like, but y'all carry into the next year, y'all can't win two years in a row. So we're doing a cutoff. But this anime is so good, it looks like a mixture of a Pixar Disney film and a Miyazaki film. It does not look like a normal anime, but the story is incredible. It's called Ranking of Kings. It is one of the best anime. It's on Crunchyroll. Schubert, you need to watch this. It is amazing. It, it, they have a kid. The main character is deaf. They have to do sign language to him. He wants to be the greatest king, but he's deaf and he has to deal with that. He has no strength. So how does he become a great king? It's one of the best stories I've ever seen in a long time. Ranking of Kings. If you like anime, if you like Disney animation, if you like Miyazaki animation, this is for you. All right. Like, I, I, and you know, I normally don't do animes for movie on the rise, but this one is that damn good. Uh, and here I was thinking you were going to say the Sean Payton movie. Fuck. Oh, my gosh. Vomit. I, I'm, I'm watching that movie this week to review it at the radio station just so I can shit on it. Fuck Kevin James and that Adam Sandler production. That's probably why Sean Payton retired because of this damn movie. Probably. Um, but I do have something on Netflix for my movie on the rise this week. Uh, what day is it for sure? Thursday. Thursday. Mm. Um, pro- the premiere of Murderville. Okay. The, the Will Arnett comedy where he and he and the crew have the script. And every week they add in a new detective to go along with Will Arnett in the episode that does not oh, have the yeah. script. I'm going to watch that. That looked good. At least the cast looked good. 
Yeah, that'll be like Marshawn Lynch is going to be one of the oh, one of the yeah. co-stars. Ken Jong is going to be on one on there as one of the co-stars. So it's pretty much just nonsense. That's dope. I'm into that. Yeah, so that'd, that'd be pretty good. So that's what you got. Is there anything else we're yeah. missing? Um, but I think there's some stuff coming out in theaters. Coming to theaters? What's in theaters this week? Oh, yeah. Jeez, I thought we were still in the dead time. There's something in theaters? That's wild. Let's see. Let's see. I'm looking what's new to Netflix. Phantom Threads on Netflix now. Oh, yeah. I think Moonfall comes out this week. Oh, psh, not watching that shit. Which no one's going to go see. Yeah, that shit looks trash. Moonfall oh, is Jackass not- Forever. That's the other one. Oh, now that I might go see. That yeah. I might go that see. That opens Friday. But I feel like I kind of want to wait for that to come to streaming. Because, like, but they did say you should probably see this one in a theater. So I don't know. And then the one movie that's going to be talked about a lot during award season The Worst Person in the World that opens in America on Friday. Mm, okay. That's a foreign film. Okay. Okay. Nice. We'll have to check that out as well. But all right, dope. That's Movie on the Rise. That's what we got for you this week. All right, Shubi, what are we doing first? Boba? Uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to talk too heavy on Euphoria this week. No, nah, we could do Euphoria it's... next week because I didn't watch episode but... three yet. Oh, well, what's his what's his name? Ashtray? He's hard. <laughs> we continue with the love of Ashtray. <laughs> I mean, he just gets harder and harder, dude. Just, <laughs> you don't fuck with that guy. I, I don't uh, also, also didn't know homegirl the uh i was reading an article or whatever and apparently what's her face the, the Faye is a porn star she's like didn't an active that. real life porn star right now didn't know that also going on uh my girl sweeney uh what's her name give it to me oh sydney sweeney sydney sweeney she had to tell sam levinson like look i'm not doing all these sex scenes this season no, she. I, I, I she didn't feel I didn't, it was necessary. I didn't think that that was a bad article. I thought that was her. She was like, "Yeah, he would say that. Oh, yeah, maybe this is like something where you would have your shirt off." And she was mm-hmm. like, "No, I don't think so." And he's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. No, I just saying like so. That's why we don't have all the titties this season from from the Queen. Uh, well, we had it in Sydney the first Sweeney's. episode, so yeah, we did. True, true. And the video on TikTok, I finally remembered is. Take them titties out because I'm trying to see them. AM to the PM. I'm trying to be them. That, that's the oh. video on TikTok. They sing that song and they like have her picture there. City Sweeney, the queen. But yeah, not a lot of euphoria talk this week. Let's talk about the Book of Boba. Wait, the Mandalorian? Mandalorian? Wait, the Book of Boba Fett? Which, look, what an episode. You were upset. I was not. A lot of the Discord loved it. A lot of Star Wars fans loved it. They were like, this is the best episode of the season. Look, if I get the Mandalorian season two, three and my guy is just swinging the dark saber around, that's what I've been wanting. That fuses what you want of bounty hunters, what I want of Jedi's. And I love the dark saber. It looks badass. Badass. He was whooping ass with that yeah. thing. I mean, the only thing I'll say negative of the episode is that it just did it didn't serve. It it, does, it doesn't serve that your best episode of the book of Boba Fett doesn't have Boba Fett in it. Mm, that's a good point. So it's just like, what you know, what was the point? Mm. It's giving so a it's teaser just, for the Mandalorian season three. 
which is fine if it was an eight to ten episode season. But since it is a short mini series, like you know, we're not supposed to have the book of Boba <laughs> two. That was never a discussion. Yeah, no, we're not. He's so, just gonna like, be in the Mandalorian. Exactly. So I mean, like, if you were telling me that this was the first season of Book of Boba show that was gonna have to go across multiple seasons, I'd be like, okay, well, yeah, we could throw one out. But like, this is all we're gonna get. So it's just like you know, we spend the whole episode my, on Din. My counter to that. Seasons. My counter to that is, it. What if the Book of Boba is just setting up for how we're gonna view Boba Fett in the Mandalorian of how he's this bounty hunter in the in the boat. I mean, how he's this crime boss in the in. The Mandalorian does bounties for him. What if it, that that's the only reason but, I mean, why you this show is an entire 40 minute episode of what he's doing because like it had nothing to do with what Boba's doing. True. Literally nothing. It True. took it just takes you out of the entire season. And then you know, so <laughs> it, yeah, so I just thought that I was ridiculous. But I mean when the terms the terms of a Mandalorian episode, I mean it was fantastic. It was everything. It was great. Oh, it made us it miss Grogu. One of the better episodes that they've done. Of all of them. Ever. The Mandalorian. And look, I got a theory. The armorer is bad, bro. The armor is going to be a villain. I'm calling it. She's part of Death Watch. She's part of Death yeah, Watch. She, she will probably end up being a villain in season three, yeah. In the Mandalorian. Up going up against that group. He's going to end up leaving the armorer. He's going to end up joining Bo-Katan's well, he side. Did. He did. He got kicked out. Yeah, true. Well, he's, he's going he's, he's to be part of Bo-Katan's group. And that's what's going to happen. And he's going to have to fight the armorer. Again, and I, I'm probably I bet you, depending on what happens at the end of the season, Boba might come with him. Mm, probably so. Do you think he's gonna the lose Mandalore. the dark? You think he's gonna lose the dark saber? I don't know. I mean, I do think it's interesting that they did have that whole bit where he was like, "Oh, it's really heavy," because like in Rebels, when Sabine wins the dark saber, she's like, "Oh, this is just so light." Mm. So I think it's funny how that that contrast. So like maybe in a sense like. Sabine was more worthy than him. Mm, maybe he has to get worthy, you know? Yeah, maybe he has to get worthy. I see. That's the question. Mm. So I, I do think he's going to spend a majority of the next season on Mandalore. I think I, I think that we are going to get to see Grogu training, which I didn't think we were going to see before. I think that. we're going to see Grogu, but I don't think he's going to be with Grogu when we see him. I think that's going to be the episode that is the, the uh, lead into the Ahsoka series. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it, if there was a big conflict in Mandalore that, like, Luke, Ahsoka, and Grogu didn't come. It's, you think they're going to bring Luke? At this point, they might. Real. Sebastian Stan? They've been a lot of people talking about it. Maybe. But, I mean, like, or, you know, you could just say Ahsoka and Grogu come, because, like, I could Yeah, you could say Luke where, send, like, send Ahsoka and Grogu by, like, that's I could, I could also see where you, like, go down the line and be like, okay, the one way that we're going to say that Grogu doesn't get killed when Kylo Ren goes crazy is that he's with Ahsoka. Mm. And becomes, like, Ahsoka's, like, apprentice. In a sense. Time-traveling apprentice, yeah. And they're stuck in where, they're looking for Ezra or whatever. Or Ezra's apprentice. Mm-hmm. Either way, but this episode was great. Like, oh, man, seeing him fight those people. Oh, that was badass. I love the Mandalorian. He's incredible. And seeing that armor with the Darksaber, he's so much more badass now. Yeah, it was pretty cool. The stuff I really enjoyed of uh, was the tail end where you get him working on the Naboo Starfighter, which is oh my a great And was that way? Was that Cal Kestis' BD-1? I don't know if it was Cal Kestis, but it was that model. 
Yeah, too crazy. Which a lot of people were freaking out about. But so, like you know, said, the new, the new boost speeder, that was straight from fucking episode one. Prequel. But so was him taking it on a test drive and going through the same exact course that Anakin went through. Yeah. And he goes and does his little joyride in space. I think it was funny that he does, does get end up, end up pulled over by the cops. <laughs> by like the, the guys who were supposed to be big for Rangers, but... You know, now they need to find what they're going to do. That's because Gina Carano's out here making Hunter Biden movies with George Shapiro. <laughs> I, I'm surprised they didn't kill her off off screen in this episode. I thought they did. Wait, I thought they did. No, that was a lie, Lennon. You have to reread that tweet that you read because like <laughs> the fourth panel is like straight nonsense. <laughs> so I should delete that tweet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, I was when I saw that I was like I don't know if he's watched the episode yet. <laughs> I didn't at that point because <laughs> they didn't mention cartoon. <laughs> I th- I missed it. I was like I was like see what I was watching. I wasn't thinking. I was just like okay into the Mandalorian. And by the end of it, I was like wait, did they say anything? And I thought I thought I just missed it. No. So I just I assumed the tweet. I thought the tweet was right. <laughs> no. Oh man. <laughs> but yeah, so. Pretty great. Fennec Shan's gonna says that they need muscle. He's gonna go. Um, he's gonna go do that Grogu thing off screen. There was like some commentary where people are like, "Are, are the next episode? Are we gonna see him going to see Grogu?" <laughs> no, fuck like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> How mad would you be if that's what you saw next episode? I wouldn't be mad if they showed it and like he goes over there, he gives Grogu his thing, and then he's on his way back to meet Boba Fett. Title. Mm, okay. And then we the rest of the episode is Boba. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad if it was like the first, you know, three minutes, five to ten minutes. Okay. But if it's the whole episode, oh, but if it's the tired. whole episode, then I, I'm be pissed. Yeah, because then that, that takes away from the entire show. Like I'm ready to yeah. see Boba with well, his. We got, with, we got two episodes up. We got we got things to do. There's supposed yeah. to be a war, and Boba's supposed to have his his bounty hunter group. Yeah. So I mean, we you know, we gotta get. You we think we see this guy now. again, Cobb Vance? Uh, they're maybe. on Tatooine. I think that's possible because now the Din can make that arrangement. That's what I'm saying. He could be a part of uh Boa's team for the war. Him, Mando, Cobb Vanth, Black Chrysanthemum, Boba, you know, the street, the street youths. Oh, yeah, the street youths. Ah, that pink haired bitch. <laughs> yeah, in, in the in the in the go to pipes. In the goat of them all, Finnick Shan. I'm, and I bet he recruits some Tuscans somehow. Oh, yeah. The Tuscans are going to fight for him. That's his peeps. But, uh, yeah. So that's it for Book of Boba. Let's move into Peacemaker. Great episode. Yeah. I was t- I was telling it's you off air that Boba was the best episode of the week. But then Peacemaker, I saw it and I was like, mm, I don't know. Peacemaker was great. Oh man, when when Hark when Hardcore made that group chat, I was just like, oh, she loves them. And then, but the way she was looking at Peacemaker and Vigilante, I was like, oh, who's she gonna have sex with? Is it gonna be Peacemaker? Is it gonna be Vigilante? Who's she feeling? And then I was like, then I was like, wait, that's sexist. She doesn't have to sex with them. But she was looking at them with some eyes, both of them. Could be both. It could be both. That's what I'm saying. Your headphones died. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I was just checking. All right, but yeah, no, I, I like the vibe of this. Uh, I like seeing her make the group chat because that's so she's opening up to them. I dug that. Um, I also like seeing Peacemaker uh, really get his combat up with his X-ray uh, glass, with his X-ray thing, fighting the butterflies, shooting them and everything, out of bio, shooting them after him. But was that gorilla set up for Gorilla Garage? Or, I thought it was. I, I thought that was him. I thought that was too, but then they were saying that it was controlled by a butterfly. Yeah. And then I was like, hmm. But it, this could still be the gorilla that gets experimented on to become Gorilla Grodd because of like his his uh, exposure to the butterfly. His brain's different now. So they do some experience, experiments. I could buy that. But I love seeing that fight. That was badass. Yeah, it was pretty badass. Um, that was a really good moment. I could see that that being... Uh, what happens? This is the same episode where they they go into yeah yeah. So when they yeah they do that covert mission they yep you know, and they take in Peacemaker this, puts the grenade on the RPG and he throws it at all the butterflies. Yeah, she's like, "Have you ever done that before?" He's like, "No, this is no. the first time." I mean, he seems like a good idea and he causes a huge explosion. But then freaking John Economos comes through and becomes a fucking stud in the words of Peacemaker. Takes that chainsaw and cuts open the freaking. Uh, the gorilla. He has two kills on it. Well, he has two takeouts on his belt. The gorilla and judo master. That's better than peacemaker right now. That's true. Yeah, I did like vigilante stuff where he was like, you know, that was kind of a dick move. <laughs> Using like, the chainsaw. Every, everyone knew that I wanted to use the chainsaw. That was funny. And he was just like thimble. I was like, yeah, vigilante, don't be a pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, that was so, funny. Um, it was a good moment. Yeah. Also, out of bio, she Peacemaker invited her in for a drink and she puts the journal, listens to her mom. She's so conflicted right now. Her girlfriend sees it. She's going to leave her. Yeah, that's definitely happening. Like, oh, her mom's I mean, just using Isn't she about her. to die? Who, out of bio or the yeah. girlfriend? I don't think yeah. Myrngo kill her. I think, I think Harcourt's going to save her because that's something that I realized that's why Harcourt said it's us in Mern. And then when they got to the building, when Hart, when Mern was describing the stuff at the end, Harcourt was looking at him all suspect and was like, hmm. And he and she didn't add him to the group chat. I don't think she trusts him. I think Harcourt's going to save out of bio. Well, she That's didn't my add him to the group chat because he wasn't in the car. I get that. But did you see how she looked at him when they were leaving, when they were all leaving after the meetup? She yeah. looked at him so suspicious. She was like, how do you know this? Like, so like, it just didn't seem like she believed that he was normal. I feel like she's going to save Adebayo. That's my bet. Or Adebayo's girlfriend. Yeah, something. I mean, obviously she's going to live. But... Yeah, she's not dying. No way. But, but I mean, that man, was crazy. But I see why James Gunn says episode six is going to change the series because either Mern's going to live or get captured. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it'll change their entire. Oh, also the on also the, the cop is doing her thing where she's trying to you know take uh, over and and get Peacemaker arrested. That's the only thing I like about Mern right now is that uh he got that dude hired. Yeah, <laughs> that cop was pissed. She was like, "No way, this is wrong. I gotta fight the system." 
when she yeah, should just leave fighting. the Nazi. And then she, she, she go up against Peacemaker, and Peacemaker will just like blow her up. She should just leave the Nazi in jail, man. <laughs> exactly. Like it's just a Nazi. It's not that serious. Let the dude rot. Like, let it go. Just like the how many times does the system screw over innocent people? This guy's not innocent. No. Yeah, I mean, people even tell that to her. <laughs> yeah, they say it multiple times. But I love Peacemaker's helmets, man. All of them are cool. And when Autobio sees Mern with that butterfly, it's just like, oh, no. Yeah. No, you saw that coming when she puts those x-ray things on. You're like, Yeah, oh. you knew, oh, it's happening. And because, like, he was like, why are you still there? And, like, oh, man, you knew that was going down. But I wonder yeah. if they're going to get somebody to replace him. Like, if... If that happens to be the case, like what's Waller going to do? Well, I mean, I, I feel like it's going to be made known. Mm. bias connections to Waller. Yeah, maybe. And that might make Harcourt not trust her. Or they're going to keep it a secret and just like, you know, let Harcourt run the team instead of Adebayo. I could see that happening. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely going to be changing things. But yeah, I mean, will. I think it's been interesting to see the rise of the show the past few weeks and in, in the, in the, the best show on TV It's the best show on TV and people love it. People absolutely love it from vigilante to peacemaker to hardcore to add a bio to economos. People love all the characters in this damn show. Even the cops like white dragon. You love to hate him like the, everybody's just killing it in this fucking show. And I'm ready to see more. I want vigilante yeah. on the new squad on the new suicide squad. Agreed. Yeah, was, when we were talking about that earlier, I, I said exactly that. I was like, he's got to be in the new group. Or if Suicide Waller. Squad 2 is Amanda Waller's team versus this Peacemaker Squad's team who they assemble. And like, you know how they said Hardcore is going to be at the end of Black Adam? What if she's recruiting Black Adam to join Peacemaker's team and The Rock's on John Cena's team with Vigilante? That would be insane. John Cena and The Rock, you know they're trying to make it happen for the wrestling stuff. Yeah. So I can see all that that coming to fruition for sure. And they mentioned Kite Man in this episode. Peacemaker yeah. teamed up with Kite Man. That's insane. I think it was just a clip, right? It was, yeah, it was clipping. a clip on the uh, on the newspaper. It said he teamed up with him and some shit. But, like, that's awesome. That is awesome. James Gunn with the references, killing it each week. Yeah. But that's all I yeah, got. I think really it, it was like he took down Kai Man, so I kind of wanted to know that whole deal. Is like, oh, was that, you think it was? He, they didn't team up. Oh, he might. I might be down. thinking. That's what it, said. I okay, I might be thinking of Matter Eater Lab when he ate the whole Wendy's. He took down Kite Man. Damn, why would he take him down? That that's interesting. I would love to know. That. He's a hero. Mm, Peacemaker's not no hero. <laughs> In his mind. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I great episode. Great. Huh? Great freaking episode. Anything else you got on Peacemaker? I think that might be it. Um, no, I don't really got much more on Peacemaker. I was gonna see it says, yeah, it says Peacemaker apprehends Kite Man. Oh, okay. So he took him down. Interesting. I wonder. Mm, and that leads to was he in Gotham? Maybe that's why he said Batman West is is shitty because he was in Gotham and took down one of Batman's villains. Mm, interesting interesting that's something i want to know and then like with the flash reboot peacemaker is she got, is he gonna go fight the new batgirl i don't know interesting things i want to know still also interested in what's gonna happen with judo master i think he's still got a lot to, lot to yeah tell is about. he still alive yeah 
Okay. Well, yeah. He's going to tell us the purpose of the butterflies. Probably next episode. Yeah. Oh, Judo Master might save Adebayo. That's true. Oh, that's a good call, Schubert. That's who's doing it. Yeah, and that's how he becomes part of the group, I guess. Mm, I like that. Good call, Shuby. And then, and then I think their whole entire thing will change because he'll be like, yeah, there's actually like, you know, this, this, and this. Before. There's two different kinds of butterflies. Yeah, he's going to explain what they are and like the purpose and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. And then it's going to be like, then I think Autobiography is going to be a choice. Do I do what um, uh, Amanda Waller, my mom wants, or do I do what I what myself wants? And if that's yeah. the case, we're definitely getting the Autobiography Suicide Squad in the Amanda Waller Suicide Squad, and they're going to battle. Probably, yeah. Yep. That's what's happening. I see we'll that. See next week. So, but that's pretty much everything, brother. All right. Uh, well, that wraps up everything for this episode of the Bros Who Binge Podcast. Linda, let everyone know what's going on with the network. Gotcha. New episode of the Bros Who Think Podcast dropping on Thursday. We got rapper D-Shaw coming on the pod. Be sure to check out Anime Talk if you haven't checked it out. It dropped last week. A uh, new One Piece manga review dropping Tuesday. Be sure to check that out. Run It Back will be out this week. We had a snafu last week, but it will be out on either Thursday or Friday. So check that out. But other than that, that's pretty much everything dropping. And uh, stay tuned and check out the next Bros Who Binge. But you can follow me at LimbyWT. Follow the Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. And follow me on Letterboxd at LimbyWT. And follow me on TikTok at uh Lyndon Burton the second my tiktok be booming if you want anime and movie content yeah well yeah there's definitely a lot of cool stuff going on in the network i really do want to hear some of the anime stuff going on because it's kind of a big time for anime fans with demon slayer and attack on titan yeah that anime talk was a good episode um, but you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at hubert 14 Letterbox Adam BWT, also TikTok. I, Lennon's been getting in on the TikTok. I need to figure out what I'm going to try and do on the TikTok here pretty soon. Movie content, brother, it's there. So, um, yeah, so check us out on all social media platforms. Keep checking out everything going on with the network. And we'll be back again next week for another Bros Who Binge. So everyone out there, have a great week. And as always, keep binging.